Okay, but do you guys hear, I, I believe the second, there's three chords they're playing there, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I believe the second two are the same. The first one is where they change. Well, it, it actually is, goes from, at the start of verse C. one, goes from C to E minor, and then to F. Repeats that pattern for eight bars, and then it goes to, this bar nine of verse one is A minor, up to C, down to F. So, that's really not changing too much because those chords are interchangeable. They're substitute chords for each other. For example, you could have A minor, instead of using C, you can use A minor instead of C because it contains most of the same notes. Changes it subtly, but not fundamentally. Okay, so they're 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 pretty much repeating the same couple of chords over and over again. Yeah. Um, and then, do you guys also are you able to hear that they repeat their phrases? Um, so every eight bars, they're repeating the same thing again for another eight bars, and it's kind of cookie cutter like that. Uh, and the same with most pop songs. Uh, sometimes four bars, sometimes eight, but usually in even numbers. Um, yeah. Well, we hear we hear musical ideas most of the time in even two-bar phrases or even two-beat, you know, patterns. Um, I wanted to ask you though: Did you notice the difference between the verses and the choruses in terms of what chords they were using? Similar or different? Pretty much the same thing. And what do you what do you think about that? How does it affect? Like, does you think that works, or or is like does the song still remain interesting? I mean, I like the song. I've always liked the song. Why Why do you like the song? I like it because I like how it sounds. Uh, I just like the song. I like. But what what sounds do you like? I like the instrumental. I mean, I know the chord progression. It's not a. It's not. It's nothing. Right. Cool. But it's, it's, it's catchy. And, um, yeah, so what do they do to make it special? Uh, well, I think, even before you answer that question, Kyle, I think what you said, that word you said is really important, catchy. Another word for catchy, something that catches you, is something that hooks you in, right? And that's actually a term that, that we may have used, you may have heard us use as a hook. Yeah. A hook is a musical idea, or even a, a lyric idea, a, a word idea, that is repeated, that's kind of short and catchy, and the song is built on, on that hook, right? So that I, what would you say the hook of this song is? Sorry? Okay, but true, could it also just be this? It's, it's going to re repeat enough that it stays with you, first of all. In Broadway musicals, that's, that's the main, one of the main things they try to, in the construction of the show and, and the melodies in the songs, 
they want you to be walking out in the uh, at the end of the first act. They want you to be walking out at the intermission, singing those tunes that you heard. Now, the only way you can do that is a to have songs that have really catchy hooks, but as well they repeat the songs more, you know, often during the first act and the second act. And so by the time you walk out at the end of the show, you're going home singing three or four of those main tunes in the show. So it's the same idea here. You're right. They're, they're taking this easy, simple idea, the hook, the harmony, the harmonic progression there, and it repeats enough that you're gonna, it's going to stay in your ear. But as well, there's, there's lyrical hooks as well. I mean, we played the song yesterday for the Purdue at the Black History Month thing. Right. We were playing the song. And once we started playing, I mean, there was a crowd right away just for this one song, you know. And once we started playing some jazz, they all left. They left. Why do you think that is? It's what the mass audience, yeah. They, they don't want to think about what they're hearing. They just want to hear it, right? So that's sort of the goal. Like, I mean, these guys chose three chords basically throughout their whole song. Do you think they did it as an artist? Okay, I'm going to create this beautiful song for myself, basically. If other people like it, they like it. Or do you think they created it knowing majority of the people that are going to listen to this aren't musically... Well, you see, the East Leon, I mean, before they, were, they got famous with this and, like, Sex on Fire and um, Notion, <coughs> they were really popular in the um, in UK, and their songs, they're not mainstream at all. If you listen to the rest of the album, you have songs that, that uh, huh? like Crawl, like Crawl, there are other songs that would not be able to make it onto the radio. So they had this one song that, got them, that made them fans, you know? It's almost like a tactic. You, you have like three singles on there, which would... They sell the album. Yeah, sell, they sell the That's album. all they need. They just need one. Them, you know? They just so need one think, hit. Do you think a song like, that was popular back in the 40s or 50s, I'm going to play an example for you, would be popular with the general listening public today? It's a song... It's a jazz standard called Stella by Starlight, and, it, and it's got some, you know, it's not just three chords, so it goes. It's, it's good, but it's too complicated. There's too much there, right? And again, I'm not, I'm not promoting the fact that every song you write needs to be stupid and for the masses, right? I'm just giving you an example to the music you probably listen to every day. Basically, how simple it is and how simple it can be um, to analyze and deconstruct. So, I mean, if you guys are ever writing your own song, and you're going to be at the end of this sort of series, it, we're going to talk about it later, but it's always your own creativity that will make a song. So don't ever think, like we're not standing here saying this is how you have to write a song. It has to be for the masses and it has to be whatever. You're, each individual person is their own person. And I guarantee if I gave you each the same three chords, obviously every song is going to be completely different, right? You're all using the same three chords, even in the same order, I could say. 
you have to do these three chords in order, everyone's going to have a completely different sounding song. And that's why you can get away with the four chord group when they sang all those 50 whatever songs, because everyone writing those songs are all individuals, right? Um, so as a, I'll also play you some hooks. I already did one hook with the uh, Bittersweet Symphony. Um, but the other goal of music writing is the hook, to get people interested in your song uh, and to stay and listen to your song. Because uh, they always say, like, uh, a record executive looking for new bands or whatever, they usually say within the first 30 seconds they know whether the song will be good or not. Because the hook usually is in that first 30 seconds. 30 is, is probably even too long. Yeah. My... my uh, fellow at my publishing company who edits the jazz, all the jazz pieces that come in, if you send him something, he told me one time, he said, I give it maybe 10 to 15 seconds. It, it, then that's a long, that's a long, in other words, maybe even five. So you turn, you, play, you press play, and if in the first five to 10 seconds, he, he's not, he, it doesn't catch him, it doesn't grab him, next. And that's like, that's all you got. You got to grab them in the first five to ten seconds. Otherwise, you're just going to ignore it, go on to the next one. That's scary. That's hard to do. 